Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Please leave a message after the tone. Hello, my name is Adam Sandler, and welcome to So, So, So Sandler's, the Sandman Movie Podcast. Agabagoo! Hello and welcome to So 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 Sandlerus, the Sandman movie podcast, the podcast where we discuss the movies of famed Rob Schneider impersonator Adam Sandler. My name is Kerry Johnson. As always, I am joined by my dearest friend and co-host, Matt Wilstenholm. Fucking hell, Perry. It's been a journey, but we're here. <laughs> what? This has taken two weeks to record? Oh. I can't remember the film. I cannot remember this at all, so this is going to be fucking hell. <laughs> and I've not I've been able to watch it, so... No. <laughs> um, yeah, for for those who don't know, um, me and Matt tried recording this about two weeks ago, but it wasn't happening at all. No. We spent about three hours in the middle of the night for me trying to <laughs> sort out different um, video websites, Zoom, Discord, Messenger, what. So if you have any suggestions, please, please let us know. The Australian internet is dog shit. Oh, it's horrific. <laughs> what we've been doing for the last couple of weeks is we've taken a break from Adam Sandler and we have been diving into our Taking a Deuce mini-series where we celebrate the movies of Roger. So we've already done Deuce Bigelow 1 and 2, we've done The Hot Chick, and this week we are doing The Animal. The Animal, baby. Oh, I love this so much. Yeah. <laughs> What's it? What's your history with this movie? This is my favourite Rob Schneider movie by a long way. Yeah. Yeah. Always I, has been. Always will I, I be. think this is definitely the best one we've seen so far. Yeah. Um see as a kid I think I watched um do Big Low more than I did this, but this was this was so much fun. Yeah. I I think I probably watched this thirty times as a kid, Dan. <laughs> so much. <laughs> oh right. So good. Yeah. I love this so much. Should we get into this it? It's so funny. <laughs> It's just not, but it's so good. <laughs> People Let's hate go. this movie. Uh, so, the animal. I am a warrior. I am a warrior. I am a warrior. can't feel his face. Marvin Mange always wanted to help people. But nothing ever came easy. Simples got out again. I let him out. Until a tragic accident. That wasn't so bad. And a groundbreaking medical experiment brought him back to life. I'm Marvin. I'm Rihanna. Is something wrong? What's in me? When I found you, you were more dead than alive. And the only way to save you was my radical transpecies-ectomy. What's that mean? I put animal parts in you. What? I'm an animal Frankenstein. My lord! I'll get this back to you. Just wash it out first. Now he's trying to blend in. 
and act human. Give me a paw. Before his animal instincts take control. <laughs> Yeah, this baby's nailed down tight. From the producing team that brought you Deuce Bigelow. <laughs> on June 1st. You know, there's something about you. I cannot figure it out. Crime has a dangerous new enemy. There's some kind of a beast out there. Law enforcement has a powerful new ally. Somebody help my boy! And Livestock has a disturbing new friend. Is that your goat? How's it going? It's a nice looking tail you got there. You thinking what I'm thinking? The animal. You got it going on. <laughs> the Animal is a 2001 American comedy film directed by Luke Greenfield, written by Rob Schneider and Tom Brady. Not that one. Uh, it also stars Schneider, Colleen Haskell, John C. McKinley, Guy Torrey, and Edward Asner. I was looking at this uh, Luke Greenfield guy to see what else he, um, what else he's directed. He hasn't directed much, but he was a. He directed that Let's Be Cop movies. Have you seen that with Let's Be Cops? Jake, uh, I've not watched Johnson it. I know the movie you mate, though. And Coach from New Girl, and he was a producer on Role Models, which I think is a fantastic movie. That is a great movie. Very underrated. Paul Rudd, <laughs> Sean William Scott. Incredible. It, that's a very underrated movie. I, I think that deserves that deserves to be in the same kind of level as Hangover with comedies from that time. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. That, but, it's so fucking funny. And the amount of people that haven't <laughs> seen that movie. Uh, Role Models is a great uh, film. I could recommend that. Go watch it this week. Yeah. Definitely watch the Role Models. Um, Tom Brady, he directed... The Hot Check, but he's written this one with uh, Schneider. Colleen Haskell, she's Colleen Haskell. She's not an actress. Before this, she was on like season one of Survivor. And that's all she's done. Nice. This Never Survivor, seen Survivor. Everyone, then, everyone that ev- I know, all I know is that my my friends that have seen it, good God, they love it. Everyone that watches it <laughs> fucking loves it. But uh, yeah. Oh. And then John C. McGinley. Um, <laughs> Probably most famous for Dr. Cox in Scrubs, but he's been in a bunch of movies like The Rock, um, Wall Street, Point Break, a bunch of different movies. He's in, in Office the Space. He's great. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then Edward Asner. I love John C. McGinley. He's so good. <laughs> he's fantastic in this. He, he's, he's great. He's great in this. Yeah. And he's he unbelievably good in Scrubs. He's just a good dickhead, isn't he? Oh, he's, he's a good yeah. I reckon he loves playing that role as well. He just absolutely thrives in it, uh, and, then, and he um, does in this. G- he plays this yeah. so well. Oh. <laughs> he's just such a cunt in this movie. Then uh, Guy, Guy Torrey's uh, he's a stand-up comedian, and then Edward Astor, he's just one of those classic Hollywood actors. But I know him as the voice of Carl from Up. Oh yeah. Oh okay. Nice. Yeah. So so the. Uh, chief of police in this is uh, Carl from Up. So Matt, what we like to do on this movie is yeah, we like yeah, to find, yeah. oh, <laughs> we like to find plot synopsises on synopsis synopsises plot synopsis. What's more than one synopsis? Synops- or is it just? Or is it just synopsis? Synopsis sounds right. Ah, fuck them. Uh, <laughs> what do you What do you feel like? What do you feel like it is? Uh, I, I'm going to go with synopsis today. So what we like to do is we like to find plot yeah, well, synopsis on, online and decide whether we will curb that blurb. And by curb that blurb, I mean if we hate the plot synopsis, we take it outside, make it bite the pavement, kick it in the back of the head and make it lose all its teeth. So I have found this on IMDb, I believe. And Matt, let me know you if you want to curb this blurb. Yeah, I have no idea where it's from. <laughs> so... After receiving organ transplants from various animal donors, a man finds himself taking on the traits of those animals. <laughs> I mean, in a nutshell, you're not fucking wrong. Oh, oh. that's good. That's good. I, <laughs> I like that. 
Nah, I mean, it is shit. You're not going to watch that movie based on that unless it was just some awful, awful horror film. But yeah, nah, you can stop that. <laughs> yeah. It, it feels like that's been written But that by... is all this movie is, in fairness. Yeah. But, but, but it feels like it's been written by me after watching this when I was 12 years old. Yeah. <laughs> like a kid has written that so are we both in agreement we're gonna curb that blurb we're gonna curb that blurb great yeah i completely agree um also found a couple of reviews online as well so, so sorry if i'm going quick here um peter travers from the rolling stone he said certainly re- certainly reeks like something produced from a dog in a squatting position Nah, i'm not having that this movie is fucking glorious <laughs> I've got I've got a I've got a review if you uh I I found a yeah. I found a good review for this one. Gone. You ready? Yeah. All right. This was from the website that. No, sorry. This was from uh, a review a reviewer called Solar Movie, not the website Solar Movie. A reviewer called Solar Movie. <clears throat> Directorial work, Luke Greenfield. In this particular case, the whole film was saved. The genius produced another masterpiece, delighting his devoted viewers. In genre comedy slash sci-fi, for me, the movie The Animal is always in the first place. In this tangled story, you believe everything, the experiences of the characters, their words and deeds. Rob Schneider, Colleen Haskell, John C. McGinley, <laughs> Edward Answer, Michael Caton, Louis Lombardi, Guy Tory, Bob Rubin, Bill R. Schneider, Scott Wilson, Raymond Ra, Michael Popperjohn, Ron Rogue, Holly Maples, Henriette Man- Mantle, fulfilled their task 100%. They gave their review for... They gave their heroes heart and soul, ideally embodying their concealment of vices and true feelings for each other. In genre comedy sci-fi, there are many decent films, but this film is special to me. Rob Schneider, Colin Haskell, John C. McKinley, Edward Anson, Michael Caton, Lewis Lombardi, Guy Tory, Bob Rufin, Phil R. Schneider, Scott Wilson, Raymond Barr, Michael Papa John, Ron Rogue, Holly Maples, Harriet Mandel were so believable in their roles that I completely believe them. Each character in the movie I liked in my own way, and it's not surprising. I have not seen a stellar cast of this such many times for a movie in a long time. Rob Schneider, Colin Haskell, John C. McGinley, Edward Anson, Michael Caton, Lewis Lombardi, Guy Tory, Rob, Rob Rufin, Phil Schneider, Scott Wilson, Raymond Barr, Michael Papa John, Ron Reg- Holly Maples, Henriette Mantle, created a very relaxed atmosphere in this film, becoming truly close and understanding for the audience, an excellent acting game, The Animal, I watched it right after its release on big screens and was very completely satisfied with the movie show. A glorious story and nice characters, another film from the production of the US, and once again a masterpiece in this comedy, sci-fi, bravo, the talented director and ideal star cast. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. Jesus. <laughs> I think I just aged four years reading that. <laughs> that. That sounds like somebody's thrown that through an AI and it's just spat something out. Honestly, when I read that, I was in tears. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> oh, okay. So, so, <laughs> Sorry. Didn't mean to just derail us like that, but I was too good not to do <laughs> So we've got one good review from uh, the audience. I'll give you half a star from uh, the audience as well. So this is from number number one Gizmo fan, and he said there is no movie that there is no movie that has made me want death more. Jesus Christ! People hate this fucking movie, mate. I nah, fuck you all. I don't care. I love this so much. It's um, fucking hilarious. Uh, There's nothing about this that's not great. It's so immature, but it's fucking brilliant. Yeah, it, it is brilliant. I, I really <laughs> enjoyed this. Um, bit, bit of a change with Rotten Tomatoes uh, this week. Usually critics pan this movie and audience give it a glowing review. Um, but audience give this a lower score than what critics has. So, w- would you like to take a... That's, yeah. that's, that's, not, that's not easy to do. Would you like to take a guess what critics and audience have uh, given it? I'll give you a clue. There's only 3% in it. Oh, I'm going to say they're both in the teens. <laughs> They've got to be. Oh, a bit better than this. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to go with, like, audience is 24, 27? Critics 27? Critics... Critics thirty, audience twenty-seven. Oh, bastard! 
so close. And then at the box office, the budget was 47 million. It grossed 84 mil and it opened in number three with 19 mil behind Shrek and Pearl Harbor. So you can't really blame this for not opening in number one. Yeah, you. The two, well, two of the biggest movies, if not the biggest movies of the, that year. Yeah, and Shrek is a juggernaut still. Yeah, <laughs> you could put Shrek's name on anything and it still sells. So, Matt, shall we just get into the plot of things? Yeah, I reckon so. Let's just... Right. So, what I've done is I have copied this plot from Wikipedia and added my own notes. If you've got anything to say, please just uh, break in and let me know. All good. Right. So, in the town of Eccleton, Marvin Mange... Oh, Mang? What's his name? Marvin I think Mang. It's, I think, is it Mange? Mange. Oh, that makes more like sense. A, like a mangy animal. And, like, the, the manger where Jesus was born, because that was full of animals as well. A manger. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> In the town of Egerton, Marvin Mange is an awkward, clumsy, nice guy who dreams of being a police officer like his dad was. He continu- continuously fails the physical test to become a fully-fledged police officer and is mistreated by sleazy police sergeant Doug Sisk. So, yeah, the opening of this movie is basically just an assault course, isn't it? Yeah, we just get him trying to do the police academy, well, I guess the police academy test with a bunch of other people, <laughs> and he's just this useless guy. He's just terrible at everything. Yeah, um, there's a quote that, uh, here, and... Um, it's this larger lady, and she's in front of him, and she's like, go on, take a good look at this ass, because you're just going to be following it around <laughs> the whole thing. And then, like, in this um, assault course, there's, like, classic stuff where you got to, like, climb up a rope and go under nets and shit. But at one point, he starts fighting a grandmother. Yeah, he just starts having Did a fight you? with a random lady, random, really, like, an OAP lady <laughs> in the middle of the park. And um, this whole scene... Over the top of it, the offspring is playing. Yeah, uh, just having a karate it, fight in the park, and he's, he's just is, getting ragdolled. Is it original prankster? Oh, good God! You, I wouldn't be able to tell you. I can't remember. I, I, I think that because that song uses the "You Can Do It" from Rob Schneider. I reckon it? it probably is then. Yeah. I think it is, because that, you can do it, definitely, isn't it? Um, yeah, so... I mean, I've just not police... seen this movie in, like, t- uh, two weeks. <laughs> he works at a police station as an evidence uh, clerk and is friends with an airport security guard, Miles, who is a victim of reverse racism, and a, fe- a fellow cadet called Fatty. <laughs> so, 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 throughout this movie, M- Miles is accusing people of being nice to him. Because he's black. So uh, I didn't, I completely forgot about this. And like this, like com- <clears throat> sorry, I completely forgot about this whole aspect of the movie. I had no idea. And then when it brought back up, I didn't remember it at all. So I didn't really know where it was going. And it's so strange. Like <laughs> I don't get this. Um, it's two thousand and one, and just everyone is super super nice to him because because he's black, and that's the whole thing in the film. <laughs> Yeah, and I think it's implied throughout the movie that they're just nice to him because people want to be nice, but at the end of the movie, we meet a character who says something, and he specifically mentions this guy's race, so I think it was just being nice to him because he is a black guy. Yeah, we get a, we get a, a, char- a character later on that we won't spoil just yet. <laughs> yeah. Um but- but Marvin awkwardly fumbles through his first encounter with his idol, environmental protester Rihanna. So we've got another toilet scene three weeks in a row when somebody farts. And then... <laughs> Good old awkward toilet scene. Oh, it's becoming a running staple. What the fuck? Uh, yeah, and then um, Rob Schneider's drying his hands and he's like, oh. No, he, he goes to dry his hands with uh, paper towels and this environmental activist like, oh. It's good to see that you're doing your job to save the planet. And he's like, oh, they should have one of those blow jobby things. No, those hand jobby thingies. Uh, <laughs> those hand dryers. <laughs> um, 
It's oh, yeah. so awkward. Oh, but it's so much. Oh, yeah, this scene's great. This is one of the. I don't know. It's not. I think it's probably the worst toilet scene, but it's still fun. Oh, yeah, it's definitely. Has he written her a poem or something? That's it. Yeah, he writes her a poem and he sends it to her in the tree. And then when she gets out of the tree, she says something like, uh, "I'm so grateful for the mentally handicapped children that all sent me poems." <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Yeah, Jesus um, Christ. I, I think I'm paraphrasing there. It definitely isn't that politically correct in yeah. the movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, no. Um, <laughs> so, while alone at the station, he receives a robbery call from a restaurant. He takes the call and drives off the road, tumbling down a mountain, and a boulder falls on the car. <laughs> Marvin is saved from the wreckage by a Bigfoot-looking figure. Wait, I just, <laughs> can we just say... This car crash is the fucking best scene in the whole movie. Oh. I forgot how funny this was. I fucking pissed myself. I couldn't. I, I cried as a kid every time I watched this. This was fucking yeah. hilarious. Oh, I loved it. So he, he first swerves off the, uh, the off the road because he's gonna hit the seal, isn't it? Yeah, he dodges that <laughs> little seal and it's like little and it's like ruffled collar. <laughs> And then, uh, yeah, he, he just tumbles down the hill for like five minutes. It's just that first opening shot, though, when he goes over the cliff. He just goes, <laughs> it just goes for so long. It's just um, like an eight second long clip of him, that car just flying through the air. Yeah. <laughs> and then, um, oh, so good. Yeah, and then he's just saved from the wreckage from this like big beast looking thing. And we don't really get to see who it is. Um, Days later, Marvin returns to his normal life with no memory of what happened. So I've, I've skipped forward a bit here. Yeah. Um, because we, we get a little montage here of uh, the doctor working on Marvin after the car wreckage. And we just get a glimpse of a bunch of different animals. Like we get to see a chimpanzee, we get to see an orangutan, we get to see dogs, we get to see just all in like... There's like a horse in there, thing. like a goat. Yeah. All in like Doctor Gear, just working yeah. on this man. <laughs> um, so after after this little like groovy montage thingy, uh, days later Marvin um, returns to his normal life with no memory of what happened. So he goes back to the police station and he runs into Fatty, and Fatty just goes, "I tried to cover up for you. I told everyone you're an unreliable drunk who disappears for days on end." <laughs> yeah, because he finds out he's been gone for he thinks he's been gone for a day and he's been gone for a week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, oh yeah, just tell everyone you're a drunk instead of like, oh yeah, he, he he's ill at home. Fucking <laughs> um, um, hell. Oh, I mean, there's nothing better than a good friend. <laughs> yeah, that, that's very true. Um, Marvin is full of life uh, while not noticing surgical marks on his back and fur on his rear end. He can outrun horses. Mean dogs are scared of him. He jumps to catch a frisbee in his mouth and he does not need his asthma medicine. He thinks it's due to his consumption of badger milk, which is guaranteed to, in the ads, to make him stronger. God, that so badger start... milk advert is... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so so we get a telly ad for badger milk early on in the movie. And it's like, it'll make you stronger, it can make you do all this stuff. And then we also, at the start of the movie, we, we get to see him attacked by a dog and shit like that. Yeah, he's basically just this little bitch, and he just... Is a victim at life. Yeah. Like, everything is just out to get him. And, and now since the surgery, he's no longer a victim. He is he is the alpha. He's scaring these dogs. He is outrunning these horses. He is catching frisbees before the dogs, things like that. And he believes it's because of this badger milk that we were yeah. introduced to at the start of the movie. Um, he, he, he goes to the airport to talk to Miles about his problems. Yeah. And then I just got... <laughs> I've got a note here saying smoking dumb Filipino. What? <laughs> oh. Uh. Oh yeah, yeah. So, so the smoking. Oh, the smoking note is. Someone um, think? Does someone think he's Filipino? No, no. So the Filipino guy is, um, the guy who works with Miles. The, you, um, the guy who's been there for like. 20 years because Miles he's smoking in the airport and uh, Rob Schneider's like oh I thought you couldn't smoke in the airport he's like oh yeah I can do what I want remember 
I'm black. White people let me get away with anything. Hey, I just got a promotion as well. They've made me. Um, yeah, yeah. Oh, they, sorry. They, yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They put me in charge. It should be. It should be that guy. Um. Uh, over there, but he's just a dumb Filipino or whatever they say. Yeah, no. So yeah, he's the guy that's been there for like three years, but he's dumb as fuck, and he's like sniffing yeah. his air. He's like metal detector one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's that guy. Um, then while there, Marvin sniffs out a man hiding heroin in his rectum. So we we get the first scene. Of, well, the first main scene of uh, what's his name? Marvin using his animal powers, and he can smell drugs on this guy. So he attacks this guy, and then the police are like, "Oh, search him. He's got nothing." And then he's like, "Oh, he's got he's got nothing." And then Marvin's like, "Wait a second. And then he just basically digs his hand down his shorts and straight up his asshole to pull out. Like these drugs. Just basically gives him a rectal exam just in there. I just pulls this out. This this giant bag of heroin. And as Rob Schneider's fondling this man's asshole, we get we cut to uh, two. I'm assuming gay flight attendants because they go. I I, I hope he's on our flight. <laughs> and then when when he pulls out the drugs, we get the return of the famous Rob Schneider line. Well. Famous off-camera line in Rob Schneider movies. That's a huge bitch. <laughs> I wasn't. I yeah. I heard that in this. I wasn't sure why it was in there for this one, but all right. Okay, <laughs> I, I I'm I'm gonna tell you something, but I'm definitely gonna cut you out. Uh, cut it out um, from 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 the thing. Oh god. <laughs> so me me and Alice, we we play this um game. It, it it's re- really stupid. Um. So when when we see like something from a movie, we quote that movie, and then we ask each other what movie that comes from. So every time I see a clock tower, I go save the clock tower, save the clock tower, and then I just go movie, and then she has to answer what movie it was. Oh, okay, nice. So, <laughs> so the other day we were in a shop instead up in Norwich, and there was a really tall girl, and I just go, "That's a huge bitch movie." <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking gold. (laughs) Uh, That's so good. Oh no way! (laughs) Did she get it? No, she she wasn't happy at all. What did she say? Was she (laughs) what she was feeling? She was like, "That is so horrible. What's wrong with you?" Oh. Nah, that's fucking gold. That's so good. <laughs> when you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. 
real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Uh, <laughs> Marvin, is de- Marvin is declared a hero and is made a fully-fledged police officer <laughs> by Chief Marion Wilson. Um, <laughs> so... And then, so, so they get like a, a, a news, uh, like a police news telecast thingy. So with a bunch of reporters and reporters then, uh, Sergeant Wilson's like, oh yeah, we're, we're, this guy's a hero, we're going to make him a fully fledged police officer. Um, do you have any questions? And then one of the newscasters just go to Rob Schneider's like, can you smell what's in my butt? And then he's like, what does he say? He says something. I can't remember. Khakis. Oh, fuck. Huh? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> he tells him he's got khakis. <laughs> yeah. Like, khakis. I'm like, oh my god, you're so right. Um, uh, he's right. Uh, the, then, uh, Dr. Wilder, uh, the mad scientist take the mad scientist, Dr. Wilder, takes Marvin in uh, to his laboratory and explains about the grafts and transplants that saved Marvin's life and gave him the animal powers. Then we're introduced to Giggles the Chimp who was saved from a pop star that is not allowed to be named. But then the chimp puts on a trilby hat and does the moonwalk. So it's highly suggested that this chimp used to belong to um, (laughs) (laughs) Michael Jackson. (laughs) Don't know why, but yeah, that's it there. Yeah. (laughs) It's it's based on Bubbles. Was that the name of her? Yeah, that's the name of his monkey. Yeah. Um, d- despite continue- continuing embarrassment caused by Marvin's animal urges, his animal abilities allow him to excel as a police officer, and he is parted with Sisk. So I've just got a list of the animal stuff that he does here um, throughout the movie, because it is kind of dotted around the place as he is a police officer. So the first thing I've got is uh, there's a lady in a white dress, and then Marvin ends up humping the letterbox like a horse. And lets yeah. out a big knee. <laughs> um, he's just like two old couple walk past, and he's just like, "Yep," yeah. banging it on the side, like, "Yep, yeah, this thing's nailed down properly." <laughs> um, then we get him trying to eat fish like a cat. Um, somewhere, don't know where that is. He's feeding the turkey vulture with worms, so he goes to visit uh, Rihanna. Yeah, he goes and... to the animal place. And, and the turkey vulture's refusing to eat, isn't he? Yeah, so he chews it all up like a big bird would. Yeah, and then he gets Oh, like a mama bird would, at eat, least. Sorry. Yeah, eat, eat it out of his mouth. Um, he gets into a fight with an orangutan. <laughs> Which is gross as fuck. This is my favourite part of the movie. Where the orangutan's just smacking Rob Schneider's head against against the desk, so <laughs> Rob, to get out of it, Rob Schneider just twists this orangutan's nipples. <laughs> um, that scene of him and the orangutan just having a scrap, so good, <laughs> just him slapping him on the top of the head. He, he barks uh, barks at the gang like a rabid dog. Um, then this is probably the most famous scene of the movie, is where. Rob Schneider and Sisk go to visit a farmer who has problems with his goats, and Rob Schneider tries to fuck the goats. I, I forgot about this during the movie. And he's just... Oh, this is so strange. He's just trying to come on to this goat in such a strange way. And then just gets absolutely launched across the farmyard. Yeah, he slaps it out his ass, and then... <laughs> then the goat just k- kicks him. <laughs> oh fuck! It's so good. Ah, <laughs> uh, and then then they go to a party at the mayor's house, and he chases after the mayor's cat um, like a dog, and he ruins the party. But to save the day, he saves the son's uh, the mayor's son from drowning by using his dolphin talents. Yeah, that was. This is so weird. He just out of nowhere yeah. is chasing the dog and everything's fucked, and then just runs and grabs the kid out of the middle of the pond. Out of the middle of the <laughs> pond, and then he's doing his classic dolphin moves. Does his dolphin yeah. sounds, <laughs> flips like a dolphin. It's like a dolphin showing SeaWorld. And then he splashes. Um, uh, splashes John C. McGinley. 
So, whilst out on patrol, Sergeant Sisk tries to hit on Rihanna, but she says she already has a date planned with Marvin. And I've just got a note saying Miles was born with one testicle. Somewhere. Yeah. That's definitely brought up in the movie, but I I can't remember where. No. I've no got... Idea, and I... Just before oh, this, I've got a couple notes. Um, yeah. Uh... The one scene where he's John C. McGinley's eating the uh, chicken leg, and he throws it away, and then he r- walks out of the room. Mm-hmm. Rob Schneider goes in the in the bin and grabs the leg, and he's just rife, just absolutely going at this chicken leg. And then, <laughs> the chief of police walks in, looks at him, and he just just looks at him and just says, "It's okay, son. I've eaten out of the garbage before too." <laughs> <laughs> And then we just get this montage of him, like, at night, going out eating, raiding this deli, and then he's just running down the road with the fattest belly, and he runs it all all off back at the doctor's house on that big uh, hamster wheel. (laughs) Uh, um, I I, I think I've got his... Yeah, I've got his... um, He wakes up because of his weird shit. Yeah. But but it's it's just all over the place on the Wikipedia. So I, my my next note is on the date Marvin cannot control his sexual urges and has to excuse himself to the bathroom on a number of occasions. The waiter is constantly flirting with Rihanna, and this angers Marvin. Marvin attacks the waiter on his smoke break. Yeah. This is so yeah. This yeah. This is um. I like this scene in the bathroom and the the restaurant. Sorry. Yeah, I, I like this scene as well. How how many times does he go after? <laughs> I I I think it's twice, but it might be three. I think he, 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 and at one point he just pisses on the floor. <laughs> I've got this note and he's just pissed under the table. And he said that he's trying to mark his territory from the waiter. <laughs> and he's just like leans proper underneath the table and just pisses all over her chair. <laughs> um, um, yeah, it's a, oh, it's waiter. so gross, but it's... <laughs> And then he does the same thing later. He takes her home and he pisses all over her bushes as well. (laughs) And all over, like, her front door. Um, And then, yeah, that waiter just gets beaten up by uh, Rob Schneider. Then I've I've got another... Shit, I've got another note saying Uncle Cracker. I'm guessing Uncle Cracker played at some point. Yeah, Uncle Cracker played when when he takes her home. Oh, right, okay. And then he pisses on her bushes. Yeah, and, and then this goes back to the middle of the movie. Um, Marvin often wakes up in strange places and uh, hears about animal attacks that occurred in the middle of the night. Because of these attacks, Dr. Wilder believes that Marvin is out of control. He gives him pointers on controlling the rampant animal urges that often prompt him to behave inappropriately in public. So yeah, there's a number of attacks throughout the night in this movie and Marvin wakes up and has no idea what's going on. Yeah, we get a few different ones and it's always from just the perspective of the attacker throughout the movie. Yeah. Um, and because of these, these attacks, Dr. Wilder takes Marvin back to his house and he's like, listen, you, to control this stuff, this is what you need to do. Blah, 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 blah. Mm. You're not safe to be out there without all this knowledge. And then <clears throat> I've got a note that says, sex drive control with a chimp. Yeah, they're outside, and he tries to get him to bang the the monkey. Right. Okay. Is the monkey dressed? Monkey's dressed but... in like a dress. Yeah. Or like I think it always trying to marry the monkey. Chimps are apes. But just in case Matt Stewart is listening, <laughs> you, you, you won't be. Um... <laughs> nice. Uh... <laughs> um... <laughs> But fuck uh, us, yeah, he wants to bang a monkey, <laughs> or he wants, sorry, he wants him to bang the monkey so he can, like, sort himself out, but he's he's thoroughly against it. Yeah, he's like, no, I'm not, ba- I'm not banging a chimp, and then he leaves. <laughs> um, l- later on in the police station, Chief Wilson questions Marvin about a late night attack on cows, because one of the witnesses made a police sketch, and it looks like Marvin. Um, Chief Wilson decides to put Marvin on paid leave when all of this is investigated. Yeah, so I my note literally just says eats a cow on the run. Yeah, um, <laughs> not really yeah, sure. I, I've got the quote here from the farmer who 
So as Marvin walks into the police station, the farmer's talking to Chief Wilson. Yeah. And the, and the farmer just goes, all those cows too afraid to eat a shit. They don't have nothing else. I'm going to go home and put a puppet show on. Try and calm them down. <laughs> oh, bless that man and his cows. And then, yeah, Chief Wilson puts Marvin on paid leave. But <coughs> as they're in the, their office, Marvin's just licking his crotch like a cat. <laughs> and then Chief Wilson just goes I'm going to have to ask you to show me how to do that <laughs> oh, I forgot about that so I, um, Marvin's put on paid leave and Rihanna goes to Marvin's house where he is barricaded himself inside she's convinced that he cannot be behind the animal attacks they spend the night together. Marvin insists on being tied up so he cannot hurt anyone, but Rihanna unties him after he falls asleep. The police show up to arrest Marvin for an attack on a hunter that night. Rihanna convinces him to run. Marvin escapes to the woods. The police organize a search party to capture Marvin. Yeah, so a lot happens there, basically. Yeah. They spend the night together. He wakes up in the, and asks her to chain him down. He wakes up. He's obviously free. Shit's gone down, and he then there's a chainsaw coming through his through his front door. Yeah, and then he, he decides to go on the run. Yeah, and, and then with this uh, search party set out to capture Marvin, we get a nice little cameo again from Norm Macdonald. We get an old friend. <laughs> and back I, on. I just want to say I am so annoyed. I did not appreciate Norm Macdonald more when I was younger and when he was alive. It's Same. only since, it's only since starting this podcast and seeing him pop up in these tiny roles <laughs> that I've realised how so fun, funny. funny he is. And... He's so good <laughs> in this. He's so funny. <laughs> it just drags on for so long, and it's absolute gold. So, so, so he's play, He's um. He's he's just this playing... lunatic in the middle of a mob. Yeah, he's playing. Yeah. This, uh, this guy in the mob and <laughs> the character just has questions about the mob um yeah he just wants so clarification I, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I, i've got i've got them here it's like the first question is uh when do we get our light dark torches and uh john simulator is like uh oh we do that when it gets dark and it's like i got another question suppose hypothetically you know a guy has already lit his torch i mean i'd be cool could i just keep it lit huh and then He's like, yeah, keep it lit, whatever. And he's like, I got another question. Hey, if uh, one part of the mob gets separated from the other part of the mob, shouldn't there be a place that we can get together? Maybe a secret two mobs could reunite, be a big mob again. He's like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, just don't split up from the mob. He's like, I got another question. Hey, uh, doesn't this guy deserve a fair trial? Back And then he's like, back of the mob. And then he gets sent back to the back of the mob. He's like, what? <laughs> this is my spot. I came early. I came early to get this spot. <laughs> It's like back of the mob. He's like, ah, oh, this mob blows. <laughs> Honestly, this is so funny. I don't like. You have to watch this scene, but it's so it's it's so good. Yeah, it it is good. He's um, so funny. I love just like he's the same person in every role in every movie. It never changes, and it's so good. It it is fantastic. <laughs> uh, and then. Um... Oh, while running through the woods, moving on, while running through the woods, Marvin finds Dr. Wilder. Dr. Wilder tells him that another patient of his is out of control. And then we get a shot of Dr. Wilder's feet, and he has, like, crazy chicken feet. and something. Yeah, he has, like, real crazy toenails. Um, moving on, Sergeant Sisk confronts Marvin, and there is a massive chase. Sergeant Sisk is about to shoot Marvin, but Rihanna jumps from a tree onto <clears throat> Sisk and attacks him. In the presence of Wilder, Miles, and Fatty, she confesses that she is also op- uh, was also operated on by Wilder and attacked the hunter in order to protect the turkey vulture that she released into the wild. An angry mob and police arrive to take out Marvin. Yeah, so we, we get a lot there. Yeah. Um, I've just got a note here and it says... And it's just like, during this, during the chase scene... Obviously, Rob Schneider's character can do these obviously crazy animal things, and John C. McGinley is just absolutely losing his mind every yeah. time he does something. <laughs> and just because it's him playing that, and he's so good at reacting to stuff, it's so funny. He's so good. John C. McGinley is hilarious in this. He, 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 he's at, 
towards the end of the movie, he's a psychopath, isn't he? He just hates this guy. He's absolutely lost it by the end of the film, and he's just going crazy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then, uh, yeah, as the man- angry mob and the police arrive to take out Marvin, we get another little cameo from Adam Sandler. Hey, so Adam Sandler. Yeah, he's here, and he is playing the same character that Rob Schneider played in... Well, Waterboy. Waterboy. Yeah, yeah. Waterboy and Little Nicky. And we get Adam Sandler saying, Spoiler You can do it! it. Yeah, he's, he's back. But yeah, we, we get a nice little Sandler cameo where he just says, You can. It's a good little cameo. It is. It's very nice. I am. Um, <laughs> I've just got one more note in here, and it's just before. Yeah. But just before the mob gets there, she. Uh, sorry, she jumps down from the tree and basically. I think she kills John C. McGinley at this point. Does he die? I don't know because he's not in the rest of it, and they don't do anything. Oh, okay. I think maybe, he's dead. Maybe. Oh, okay. I'm not sure. Maybe, maybe he's dead. Maybe he's dead. But yeah, and then so she, he, they obviously find out that they're, bo- they're both animal people, and she says to him like, "Oh, we have the same doctor," and he turns around to her and says, "Oh, so that's why you have six nipples." Like, <laughs> not that I've questioned that at any point up until now. <laughs> Oh. oh god yeah I, for, I forgot about that um, <laughs> so the, the mob want to take up Marvin but Miles um, Miles decides to take the blame for everything once the mob thinks the black man was responsible the members don't want to take action causing Chief Wilson to call off the hunt much to the dismay of Miles this is, <laughs> this is so strange and we, we we get a quote here from Norm MacDonald's character, and he says, I'm not going to be part of a mob that kills a black guy, I'll tell you that. Fair enough. And then the mob's called off. For fuck's sake. Oh, the, the mob, mob is mob called is off. Oh, this is great, like... <laughs> and this seems like It's yeah. so fucking stupid, but it's so good. Um, it is, yeah. Um, but yeah, there we go. <laughs> Marvin and Rihanna, they're safe from the mob and they're not going to jail, whatever. Uh, one year later, Marvin and Rihanna get married. They open an animal sanctuary and have a litter of children. While watching television, they see Dr. Wilder win the Nobel Prize. He says he owes it all to his fiancée, Yolanda, the spokesperson for Badger Milk. <laughs> there are large scars on her back implying that Wilder performed the experiments on her as well. The end. The end. I love the, this. Absolutely yeah. incredible. It, I, I did enjoy this movie. Um, but w- what we like to do here is we like to discuss our cream de la scene, our favourite scene of the entire movie. Um, thinking about this movie, what was your favourite scene? I actually have two. Um, I'm, I'm willing to... I'm willing to settle on one though. My um, my two cream de la scenes for this. Uh, number one is the car crash scene, and number two is the restaurant scene. Oh, okay, fair enough. And I uh, think yeah. I think I'm gonna go with the car crash scene because I feel like you're probably gonna pick the other one. Because <laughs> <laughs> the car crash scene is ridiculous, but it is very funny. It's honestly because it, just because it's so over the top, and as a, I completely forgot about it. And I just remember, like, as a kid, I would watch that, and every time, that would absolutely kill me. That would fuck me no. up. But, so yeah, that's my cream de la scene, is the car crash scene. It's just so over the top, it's brilliant. And it's, I, I, it's, think, my... I think it's definitely better than the Billy Madison one as well. Yeah. Yeah. Odile rules. Um, <laughs> I, I think um, my cream de la scene of this movie is... <laughs> when he gets into the fight with an orangutan simply <laughs> simply because of the reaction from the orangutan when his nipple gets twinned that, the face that little orangutan makes I, and, and I watched this at like 1.5 speed so, <laughs> <laughs> so, so it was just pitched up ever so slightly and we, we just get that scream from the orangutan. Jesus. <laughs> so so I, I think uh, that's my cream to, to a scene. No, that's um, fair enough. That's a good, that's a great scene. 
Um, right, Matt, I'm going to ask you a question. How many sandbags out of ten would you give this movie? And what kind of flood could those sandbags stop? So, with Rob Schneider movies, you have given a 2.6, a 2.8 for Deuce Bigler 1 and 2, and a 5 for The Hot Chick. What will you be giving The Animal this week? I'm going to give The Animal a 7.1. And I believe the 7.1 sandbags could stop a flood of badger milk. Stop a flood of badger milk. Fantastic. (laughs) Um, I have given Deuce Bigelow 1 and 2 a 4.2 and a 4.4. Last week I gave the hot chick a 3.8. And I think I'm going to give this a very nice uh, 6.9 out of 10. And my 6.9 sandbags could stop flood of piss that Rob Schneider uses to mark his territory. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Right. Fucking brilliant. Before we finish up, because I gotta go soon, do you have any pieces of trivia there? Only two pieces of trivia I have on this is that um, the goat and the orangutan both have credits on Wikipedia for this movie. Oh, what else? <laughs> what, what else have they been in? Uh, What's the orangutan been in? You can't. There's nothing to click on. <laughs> but, um, oh, right, okay. like, there's, sorry, there's no hyperlink. But it's just it's uh, Bliss as Nelly the goat and Louie as Henry the orangutan. Louie the orangutan. I wonder if he's been in anything else. I don't know. And um, Bliss the goat. Honestly, no, no idea. Maybe it was the same orangutan as Dunstan checks in. Who knows? Um, I, I've got a couple of pieces of trivia here. Uh, Guy Tory, who played Miles, he hated working on this movie because Rob Schneider used to basically give him lessons on how to be black. <laughs> what? Yeah. And, and then another, another piece weird. of trivia here. This is... This is a bit strange. In June 2001, news revealed that print ads for at least four movies released by Columbia Pictures, including this and and A Knight's Tale, contained glowing comments from a film reviewer who did not exist. The fake critic's David Manning was the friend of someone who worked in Columbia's advertising department. So to promote promote their movies in 2001, Columbia were putting out fake reviews (laughs) on the posters to uh, try and get people in. Surely not. Yeah. How did they get away with that? Well, they didn't. You... So they had to be like, oh yeah, they were just placeholders, blah, blah, blah. They accidentally went to print. What? And then... Surely that's like... You're not going to fine for anything like that? I'm, I'm sure that's probably illegal. <laughs> that feels illegal. <laughs> yeah. And then... Uh, Although... Piece... Oh, go on. Actually, no, I feel like... Considering it's like public... Publishly... Sorry, publicly published. Yeah, they, they could. You can put anything, can't you? Yeah, because I, I I remember. Do you, do you remember that movie with Miles Teller and Jonah Hill, War Dogs? Yeah, I remember one of the movies. Uh, one of the reviews they put on the poster was from a Twitter reviewer, and it said like, "This is the best movie ever." So they put that on the poster, <laughs> and people found this Twitter reviewer. And it was an account who had, like, 12 followers. Yeah, so that's what I mean. Can you do shit like that? Is that legal? Yeah. It, it, it must be. Oh. It has to be. Oh, fuck if it. The, if, if somebody's put it out there. But uh, apparently this re- reviewer was completely fake. Yeah. In fairness to War Dogs, that's a pretty good movie. I, I've never seen it. I'd, I'd recommend that. Give it a watch. It's worth a watch. I do want to see the new Top Gun with Miles Teller. Everybody's shaving moustaches now because Miles Teller is making every, making everybody horny. Classic. I've never seen Top Gun, the original, so... No, 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 no neither have I. <laughs> Couldn't give a fuck. Um, and, and then, last piece here, this movie is uh, dedicated to Rob Schneider's father, Marvin. Oh, and nice. And the photo that was used to show Rob Schneider's dad in this with the police officer was actually Rob Schneider's dad. Oh, was he actually a police officer? No, it was photoshopped onto a police officer's uniform. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, uh, and then before we end, uh, I got some goofs here. Um, Rihanna is revealed to be one of the experimental procedures, but has no scars to show for it. 
nor does she show any telltale signs throughout the movie, nor recognize Marvin as a fellow freak. It seems like the writers tacked on the twist without fixing the rest of the movie for consistency, which I completely agree with. I feel like this twist came out of nowhere. Yeah, 100%. But I feel like... I mean, there's not really much plot in this movie, so... No. <laughs> not at all. See, but... this is where I don't mind no plot, though. When the movie's good, yeah, then there's no plot, it's alright. <laughs> when it's funny, it's... Uh... It's when it's okay. dog shit, it makes no sense. Fuck you, going overboard. <laughs> um, d- d- do you have any goose, Matt? Oh, no, no? I don't think so. Right, okay. Um, Not that I can think before, of. Uh, before we end things, we've actually got a review ourselves from Nick, who left us a review on Apple Podcast. So, this is quite nice. So, he gave us five stars, and he said, A lot of fun. A very fun podcast that recounts the filmography of one Adam Sandler. If it weren't for Matt and Carey, I would never have learned just how many odd and bad movies Sandler has been in. Lots of fun with jokes and recaps of the good, the bad, and the sandy in his flicks. Nice. Oh, thank you very much for the feedback, Nick. Yeah, it's very nice, isn't it? Yeah. So, Nick's the one that, uh, well, uh, gave us a couple of suggestions a couple of weeks back and... That's where Cream de la Scene has come from and yeah. a couple of other segments that's going to be included in the future when we talk about uh, when we're back John Lovett. And yeah. we're on some different stuff. Yeah. So yeah, that's a very nice review from him. So if you can. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcast and Spotify, and we'll read it out on the podcast. Um, send us an email at sosandlerspod at gmail.com, and uh, we'll read that out too. Follow us on our social medias, uh, mainly Instagram, sometimes Twitter, at sosandlerspod. Apart from that, I've got uh, nothing else to say. But do you want to let people know what we are doing next week in our final episode of Taking a Deuce? Ooh, Taking a Deuce. Number- I'm- Jesus, are we doing one more of these? I-, I thought we were back on Sandler next week. <laughs> no, t- one more t- Taking a Deuce, which should have been this week. Yeah, one, uh, w- one more Taking a Deuce, and then we're done with Rob Schneider. Wait, what have we got next week then? We have Big Stan. Oh, we do have Big Stan. I completely forgot about Big Stan. <laughs> I think uh, the vast uh, population completely forgot about Big Stan. That's a movie I've not seen in 14 years. <laughs> yeah. probably, probably the same. Probably I, for the best, but uh, uh, yeah, Big Stan. We'll all watch it together and have a great time, I'm sure. Yeah, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm not looking forward to Big Stan. Uh, hey, David Carradine's in Big Stan. That's about, so that's all I've got. And um, wait, and Bob Sapp's in it as well. 
I, I want to know if uh, Big Stan is going to be worse than Juice Bigelow one. Oh, I, I've got a feeling it might be. Tune in to find out. <laughs> yeah, tune, tune, tune in next week. Um, yeah. God, I've always wanted to say that. You've stolen my line, you yeah. fuck. <laughs> All right. Thank you very much, everybody. We'll uh, we'll see you next week. Yeah. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> Peace.